Welcome to Millennial Money Minutes, where we tackle tough personal finance topics in five minutes or less. With your host, Grant from MillennialMoney.com and Matt from DistilledDollar.com. Hey everyone, today we're going to talk about when do you sell. So I just recently sold my only, uh, or actually the only other individual investment that I own in Tesla shares. So um, the reason why I sold it, nothing to do with market timing. I really just needed the cash. And I think that's um, an unfortunate circumstance. And I think a lot of people, you know, they don't want to be selling in that, in that, in that circumstance. But for me, I, I'd sort of planned it ahead of time knowing that this was going to be sold. So um, it wasn't something that I wanted to hold on to for, you know, throughout the rest of the year. Um, but it, it really does go back to, um, you know, if you're going to invest money for, say, five to 10 years, you know, there's a certain assumption to it. And that's part of the risk that you're taking. And so, you know, if a hiccup happens or something in life um, throws you a curveball or something, you know, and you have to pull that money out earlier, you might not be able to really benefit from that investment. So it kind of goes back to, um, you know, if you're thinking about when do you sell it, you know, it goes back to, you know, when do you buy it? And it's it's all in the same process. And, uh, you know, it kind of goes back to Warren Buffett, where ideally you can buy and hold forever. Um, and that's just because the way the stock market works, things tend to go up. So um, if you're exposed to more equity and you own more equity, then um, historically you're, you're going to benefit. So, yeah, I think you also want to sell when you know you realize the company has gone to the crapper, or just uh, you know you just don't believe in the company anymore. This happens, or um, you know you just you just think that you know right now on you know stocks are really really expensive, and for the first time ever, um, I haven't pulled money out, but I'm not putting as much money in just because I'm holding more of a cash position. So in that case, I'm not selling, but I've I've stopped buying. Uh, just because you know, I want a little bit more cash to just have on hand and just uh, make some some smart decisions and maybe get some values uh, into the future. I, I don't know what's going to happen with the uh, with the market in the short term and long term money. I'm still putting into it, but being a little bit more cautious there. The other thing is um, just I just hate day trading. I just got to throw this in here right now. We've talked, we've done a few episodes on it. How day trading sucks and it's <laughs> stupid. Um, just it just doesn't work you know i was reading something simply today that was like you know basically you know 82% of index funds beat active management funds which active management funds are just funds where people are picking buying and selling stocks but very very hard to beat the market consistently over the long term and just day trading sucks cuz it's just A, you're going to get taxed a lot if you do make some money and the chance that you're going to lose money, you know, you can't predict the future. There are no sure things. And so when do you sell? Um, Don't go into buying a stock thinking about when you're going to sell it. If you're doing that, it's probably not, you know, really the right investment for you. Well, okay. I'll say you can talk about like private equity, right? From that perspective or something like uh, from the perspective of just, you know, if you're going to say, um, I would say, you don't want to think about selling it in terms of, you know, I want to profit in the short term. I, I definitely agree there. You don't want to think about it from that perspective. But you do want to think about it from the perspective of um, when do you sell it and how do you bring in the income and realize that income? And, and you know, how does this fit into the overall portfolio? And this kind of goes back to how much do you need to save and a few other episodes. So, you know, that kind of that's what I was saying before. Yeah, Ideally, you can buy yeah, and hold forever. That's a good that's a good point because there's, you know, we talk about the difference between long-term and short-term investing and how, you know, to your point going into an investment, putting money in maybe a Wellington or, 
you know, a 60-40 stock bond split fund, just expecting to maybe take the money out in the next three to five years. And so you're going to be a little more conservative. Maybe you want to buy a house in the next five years. A lot of people want to buy a house and they just sit on cash and perhaps they could be making some money on that money. Uh, in Matt's case, probably got a little lucky with the Tesla sock that he's use, using to buy uh, his property. But the same rule applies. Sorry, that, more than triple. Yeah, yeah. The same rule applies is that you know you're investing some money in the short term, and if you do have a specific goal, uh, being mindful of that. But a majority of your money, as we're talking, is just putting it in for the long haul, the long term. And think twice if you're thinking about when you're going to sell it, because to Warren Buffett's point, you know you can't hold something forever, but really you should try. So. Um, when do you sell? That's up to you, but be thinking about what you can buy and hold. It tends to be a more profitable strategy long term. Um, if you haven't yet checked it out, uh, this is uh, the launch week for the Millennial Money course, course.millennialmoney.com. Check it out. Hope this was helpful, and we'll chat with you soon. Thanks for listening to Millennial Money Minutes. If you liked this podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes and subscribe. If you want us to cover a specific topic, use hashtag Millennial Money on Twitter or visit MillennialMoneyMinutes.com.